Welcome to Dog Sports Live. Uh, my name is Graham Coffey, your usual host, joined by my usual co-host, Mr. Josh Hancher. Uh, and today we are joined by a very special guest, our very own Dog Sports Live ambassador, Mr. Christopher Smith. Say hello, Chris. Hey, how y'all doing, Don Go dogs. Good, good, good dogs. Yeah. So obviously the reason why you're able to, to be here and, and join us is the new NIL laws that were passed on July 1st, allowing you guys to, to profit off of your own name, image, and likeness and, and make endorsements. So how's that been uh, over the last couple of weeks since that's all gotten started? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been been pretty good. But, you know, like I said, um, we're practicing on keeping the main thing the main thing. You know, our main goal is uh, winning the national championship and getting, getting better every day with, with my teammates. You know, um, we all know that Georgia is an amazing program and it's going to lead a lot of opportunities for us to have um, great success with this new NIL rule. And I think it's great that college athletes are given a chance to make money off their name, image, and likeness. It's, it's been a long time coming. But, you know, uh, like I said, we're keeping the main thing the main thing. Um, I'm focusing on what I control and anything that I, that I can, can't control is out of my hands. You know, um, I'm thankful for all the NIL opportunities that I have, especially this one right now. Um, <laughs> a great partnership with you guys so far. And I'll yeah. be open to anything and everything about to the table. But we know what our main goal is. and We're keeping it there every day. I like that. I mean, you know, Chris, Graham's a huge fan of your work and on the field and stuff. So it's a pleasure to have you associated with us. And uh, I think it's really cool that you guys can, you know, a lot of us, you know, college students need to make a few bucks, put in their pocket, just to go out and buy some food and put gas in their car. So we're happy to have you and, and be a part of that in a very small way. But I bet you bigger things. Uh, are, are headed your way. So I love that. I love your attitude about that. Yeah, we're definitely blessed to be able to have these opportunities. So um, I just want to thank everybody that was a part of this process for us to even get to this point. And now we can continue to grow for the future. Yeah. So, I mean, what is UGA giving you guys kind of any education on NIL or sort of some of the, the challenges of, of running your own brand? Because you're your own business now, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, you know, UGA has done a great job of getting us prepared for the NIL for up to two months now and stuff like that. We have a um, specific speaker that comes in and uh, just teaches us the ins and outs of NIL, and I, and I don't think we're done. So uh, they're going to keep that going for us, and I um, appreciate that. I appreciate them for that. You know, um, they don't have to do that. They could have just they could have just left, left us out to dry, but, you know, they care. Um, they care about our well-being. Um, they don't want us to out here making any terrible mistakes as um sure I, does I, I know that i know the players were excited but was the staff excited for you guys to have these opportunities yeah 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 the staff was definitely excited for us to have this opportunity but you know they wanted us to be cautious with, the, with these things because you know a lot of guys can get into bad things and bad deals dealing with this nil stuff like i said it's, it's new territory so it's uh i definitely appreciate them for getting us prepared um i know a lot more things about it now that I didn't then, and I definitely think it's helping me out. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, kind of to, to your work on the field. Um, so, I mean, you've played in 24 games now since you've been at Georgia, uh, but you were really kind of pressed into a starting role last year. Mm -hmm. First, when, when Richard LeCount was ejected in the Auburn game for targeting, and then after his, his injury, after the Kentucky game, you know, you kind of filled into that role the rest of the year. What was that like sort of, you know, jumping in there on such short notice and like, how was it in that Auburn game all of a sudden, you know, one play he's on the field, next play you're out there. Did you even have time to think about it or was it just, just go? 
Uh, well, yeah, I, I definitely, especially in the Auburn game, I definitely had time to think about it because I had been, I had been getting first team reps that whole week because the starter that we had, he was, he was, um, he was a little bit dinged up and banged up. So I had been getting first team reps that whole week. So I kind of felt like I was gonna be able to play. So um, unfortunately, when uh, Richard got um, knocked out of the game for targeting, um, I was thrust into the game, but I was well prepared, very ready for it. Um, you know. So um, it wasn't it wasn't nothing I, I wasn't prepared for. You know, Coach Smart always uh, preaches next man up and things like that. So I was definitely well prepared. All my teammates had my back, including Richard, and they all helped me out on the field. Um, they giving me the calls that I need because they know it's like my first time out there in like big game situation and things like that. So that really helped. Guys like Monty Rice, Mark Webb, all guys in the NFL right now. You know, they were definitely a great big help. Nicole Dean, all those guys, they were a great big help to me in my first game out there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, you know, opportunity kind of knocked on the door and, and you opened it with a, a smile on your face. It seemed like you, you only gave up 50 receiving yards and 263 coverage snaps last season. Um, so, I mean, like, talk to us a little bit about your game and the skills that you bring to the secondary. I know you were a high school DB. Kind of what's that transition been like to, to safety? Yeah. I mean, well, like you said, uh, when I was in high school, I played corner. So, you know, I pride myself on my my coverage skills a lot. So um, that, that definitely helped me transition over. Um, I, I definitely uh, bring a tackling element to the game and things like that. Um, I feel like my IQ is uh, very helpful to my game and stuff like that. Uh, I know that if I know what's going to happen before it happens, that can help me out during the play a lot. So um, we're, we're, show, we're showing the interception where, uh, where Tyson, Tyson got the pass. And, and uh, I know we were talking about in the uh, – and the pregame, I love this because you were right there coming out of the backfield. You weren't involved in the play. It was to the other side of the field, but you got in on the block. And let, talk us about what it's like when you're uh, when you're DB back there and, and one of your guys gets a pick. Yeah, so uh, take it back to my high school. Just a credit to my high school coach. His name is uh, Saeed Lee. Um, anytime anybody would get an interception, uh, he would always tell us to find somebody to block. Don't stand around. Don't be a <laughs> You know, that's just always carried over from my high school days and things like that. So as soon as somebody catches a pick, no matter who it is or where they are, I'm flushing down the field trying to find somebody to block. Because, you know, that those spur, those spur those big plays and get a couple extra yards for the offense and even a touchdown. So, you know, I take pride in um, helping my teammates be able to get to the end zone when they catch an interception. And you had some huge plays in the Peach Bowl. But at that point, did you feel like a veteran or were you still – um, like, you know, still feel like you're, I mean, I know you were always going to try to get better and get something to learn, but you were playing like a vet in that, in our peach bowl. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely, I was definitely playing faster. And, you know, I felt like I played faster with each game that approach. And, you know, um, I, I figured out the importance of getting that repetition and, and that experience in the game. You know, it's nothing like a game rep, you know, you can try to simulate it as much as you want in practice, but once you get those reps in the game and those repetition, you definitely start to get a lot more uh, comfortable. So um, that definitely helped me out. That was, I think that was like my fifth or sixth game. So I had a lot of plays under my belt. So I was de definitely able to play faster. Um, I was in the film room a lot that week too. So um, that definitely helped me play a lot faster. Like I said, my IQ is important to my game. It helps me uh, make plays a lot faster, be able to identify what's going on based off the formation, um, splits, things like that. So that definitely helped. And and yeah. like with the with the now you got spring and and you got bowl practice. I mean, have you seen sort of a different? You know, I mean, like what what's the uh, your your team looking like after getting all a full off season and practice? And who who are some of your boys that are that are really showing out so far this year? Team looking amazing. You know, I have uh, ultimate confidence in our offense, our defense, our special teams. Um, a lot of the guys in the back 
back in, um, you know, Tyke, um, DK, Darion, uh, Kendrick, Lewis, a killer back there. So, you know, um, we got a lot of good good guys in the back end, um, Kobe Dean, linebacker, Quay Walker, you know, and then that front four, uh, Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, Adam Anderson. Some big, bad boys. It's <laughs> a lot of studs, dude, a lot of studs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I could go I could go on and on about our team, uh, even the young guys, uh, Nyland Green, Keely Ringo, um, Kamari Lasseter, Javon Bullard, all those guys, I mean, they're amazing. They're amazing to be around. Uh, we're all very hard workers. Um, they take pride in their craft and their game. So so does the offense. JT, Darnell Washington, Jermaine Johnson, uh, Adene Mitchell, all those guys. I mean, they're amazing players. So um, I can't wait to see what, what's, what's going to happen this season. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, kind of uh, talking about all these additions in the secondary with, with Darion coming in and Tyke coming in. Like last year, you know, you were lined up at slot corner, wide corner, three safety, mm. coming up in the box sometimes. You even had a snap on the D-line at one point, I think, last year. So, like, what, you know, with, with all these added guys coming in and, and Tyke and Darion bringing their skills, do you expect to, to kind of, you know, you guys will be shifting around, playing some different roles? Do you think you'll, you'll be in that sort of safety role or do you expect to line up all over the field? Uh, I mean, I'm not too. I'm not too sure uh, what my uh, definite role would be yet, because we, we're not really close to the season. I mean, we're getting closer, but um, yeah, I'm definitely probably going to be in that same uh, safety position role, and I'm, I'm going to carry a lot of the responsibility that I, I had last year. You know, um, mm-hmm. Taiki and DK, they're going to uh, take over their roles, and they're going to carry that responsibility. Um, it, it probably won't be that much of a, a change in um, responsibilities. Just everybody is going to come together. And share their responsibilities together. That's how it is in the back end. You know, nobody really has too much of a of a specific set role. You know, we all come together and we and we and we share our roles together. Yeah. So I mean, Coach Smart is is kind of fond of saying, right? Pressure is a privilege. Like we we've heard that mm-hmm. for for years now. And there's been a lot of hype around Georgia this offseason. Like I wasn't even going to say it, but you broke the ice with the first question, saying, you know, you guys are focused on winning a national championship so like that outside noise is it does it even matter because you guys put more pressure on yourselves than anyone else ever could or i mean like how do you guys deal with that well it was well said by you you know we put more pressure on ourselves than anybody ever could you know our our goal every year is to win a national championship you know we we know how hard we work we know where we want to be and we, we we won't settle for anything else so you know i feel like we definitely put more pressure on ourselves than anybody else on, um, you know, our, our coaching staff and all those other guys always try to preach, uh, blocking out outside, outside noise. We got to control what we, what we can control and what we can't control. And it's out of our hands. So, you know, we, we always like to stay in house with things and to keep our mindset towards that one goal, and, you know, national championship, you know, everybody has the same expectation for us. I mean, that's great, but we had that expectation for ourselves first. So, you know, if, if we don't achieve our goals, we land ourselves down first. So yes. you know, that's well, how I mean, we approach. I'm, yeah, I, I guess, you know, you're you're a veteran now, right? Like you're one of the old heads. You've been here, you're coming into your fourth season. Mm-hmm. So like, what is that kind of role like? You know, you started a bunch of games last year. Are you trying to take on more of a leadership role? Is that something that comes naturally or that you've had to work at? Or, or what's that experience been like for you? Uh, I definitely feel like it's, 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 it's coming naturally. You know, just having um, a, lot of the, a lot of the young guys under me, 
I, I see their potential and I, I want to help out even even guys my age and older you know I I, I want to help everybody out so um my my main role um right now is just trying to lead by example first trying to lead by example first and then I and then I can get to um leading by leading by words and things like that which is kind of increasing more so um right now I just want to I want to lead by example first and, you know a lot of a lot of a lot of guys a lot of guys follow what they see so if I show them then they will follow yeah and you're talking about leading by example and we were just talking too about sort of your role off the field and and being a leader in the community and stuff I know that you were involved with dog for pups and you were out at the golf charity tournament this morning anything you want to touch about on on what what you guys are doing off the field yeah kind of gets you excited yeah, well, first of all, dogs for dogs for pups was an amazing opportunity. You know, um, we were given an opportunity to go to uh, seven different elementary schools across um, the Athens area and give back and read to them, um, read to them, and teach them the importance of reading. You know, that was a great experience for me. Um, before that, I've never I had never really done anything like that, but after that, I can't see myself ever turning down the opportunity to to do something like that. That was just very fulfilling. Like those. Those kids seeing a smile that I put on their face, um, walking in the classroom, some of them hugging me, you know. Um, That's awesome. You know, That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So you know, it's a it's a feeling that was instilled in me that I want to feel again. So whenever I get those opportunities, I'm, I'm definitely gonna take advantage. I love giving back to the community. And, and you said at the at the, go, at the charity golf tournament, so you said there was the most players that ever been there this, today, right? Yes, sir. We had we had 35 players, so it was a great. Wow. I mean, it wasn't my play wasn't as good. I played terrible. <laughs> terrible. Hey, you and me both, man. Yeah, I had a lot of fun though. I had a lot of fun. And I met a, a lot of great people and things like that. So, yeah, it was definitely. Yeah. To me. I mean, you know, kind of what what is that like? That like it feels like once you come to Georgia and uh, you commit to UGA, like you're you kind of Bulldog Nation sort of wraps their arms around you, and it's like you're part of this big extended family. It, do you get just kind of lots of folks saying hello to you in random places or, you know, what are some of those experiences like with being part of that big family? Yeah, it's definitely just a great experience across like the whole Athens, you know, um, the whole Athens wraps their arms around um, the UJ program, the school. So it's definitely a a family vibe down here. Everybody um, takes care of each each other, looks out for each other and things like that. So um, yeah, it's definitely been great. My time here, um, a lot of love from the fans, a lot of love from people that are not even fans, just the people in this city. You know, they're, they're great people in the shows. So, Chris, you know, Georgia's had so many talented teams over the years and, you know, continues to put guys in the NFL, just put nine guys in the draft this past offseason. And it seems like, you know, kind of the ones that have had the most success on the field have been those teams that have had really strong leaders and, and kind of that family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I know that was something Coach Smart talked a lot about with the 2017 team was was how they really became this close-knit family. Or, or you got, you know, you, you just came back from seven-on-seven seven and, and doing some workouts this afternoon. Like, do you feel that vibe at all within the team? Or are you guys, is there a closeness there? Or is it is it different in any way than, than past years? Or, I mean, I, how does that look right now? Yeah, I definitely feel like our our team is very very close right now. You know, you know, it's a lot of great camaraderie amongst each other. Um, we did a lot of activities over the spring and the summer that helped uh, build build the connection with the team. So I feel like those things were really important and it really pushed us to be very close to each other. So um, 
uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, definitely feel that vibe with the team. You know, I'm, I'm very cool with everybody. I, I, I'm talk to everybody and things like that. So, you know, you need that connection to be able to win, you know, all the great teams that I ever seen, like most of them, majority of them, they have connection within the players and the coaches and the staff and all the way from top to the bottom. So um, that's definitely something we need. And I feel like it's definitely something that we have and it's going to help us throughout our season. Sounds like you guys are, you know, ready to go to battle together. For sure, for sure. Um, so, I, you know, before we, we let you out of here, it would be wrong to, to not mention, you know, the, the big opener against Clemson and Charlotte. Bulldog Nation's fired up. I'm sure you guys are fired up. Having that game in week one, does that help a little bit with offseason prep? Like, you know, when, when you don't want to take that, that last rep, does it kind of help to think about the big showdown on the horizon and, and push yourself a little bit harder? Yeah, I mean, it, it helps. But, you know, like I said, like, we keep the main thing the main thing. At the end of the day, we want to reach the national championship. And that national championship is what's going to have us um, not taking reps off in the spring, I mean, in the fall, getting ready for the season and things like that. You know, um, obviously, Clemson's a, a great, great program. So we, we know what they bring to the table. And, and you know, uh, but at the end of the day, the national championship is the main goal. So, you know, that's what's going to keep us, that's what's going to keep us driving to, to, to get to the end of the season, you know, and I feel like everybody on our team holds that same weight, you know, uh, everybody on our team wants to get to the national championship. Um, they know what it's going to take for us to get there. That connection and that camaraderie that we build with each other is, um, is definitely going to help us get there too. And, you know, we're working hard every day. You know, I see, I see a lot of guys, you know, um, after, after practice, after 707, getting extra work, you know, extra work. So, you know, a lot of those things, all these things are going to build up and then, and all the games that we play throughout the season are going to help us get to where we want to go. So, Wow, that's, that's exciting. And I'm sure everybody out in Bulldog Nation will be excited to hear that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, b- before we let you go, I just want to, you know, t- speak to, to how wonderful it's been to, to work with you and, and have you as an ambassador for the show. And yes, uh, this is a partnership, you know, we'll, we'll continue to be involved with for the coming months. And, and we'll be promoting some of your stuff as, as you come out with things. But uh, if you're a business owner in Athens or, or anywhere for that matter, and uh, you're looking for a, a good pitch, man, he's right here in front of you. It's Christopher Smith. I like it. Appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. You have a good, uh, have a good rest of the off season. All right. Go dogs. All right. Go dogs.